We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans, the game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final from American Family Field, and the result tonight is not good. A Brewers 6 Two loss to the St. Louis Cardinals. And how much do you dislike that team? We will talk about that as we move along here tonight. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. Tim Allen, Evan Heffelfinger. We are live here in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And just nothing there. There's just nothing there. After the third inning, there was really not much to speak of in terms of offense. I want to get your reaction on this game, 414-799-1250. 11 hits banged out for the St. Louis Cardinals. Eight of those were singles. Had the two home runs from Nolan Gorman and a double from Arenado. Eight singles and a couple of walks. Uh, along with those three extra base hits. That's how they get it done. Are they that much better than the Brewers in terms of uh, their upbringing, if you will, through the system in the St. Louis Cardinals organization? Are they that much better of hitters? Get used to Nolan Gorman, man. I, uh, that, dude, that dude frightens me for about the next seven to ten years in a St. Louis Cardinals uniform. It looks like they found another good one. The guy is now 8-for-18 against the Brewers. Three homers, eight RBIs, hitting 444 against the Milwaukee. Whatever you're doing against uh, Nolan Gorman, let's, let's just change that approach on him. But does it bother you when they string together four singles in an inning and then score a couple of runs? It does me. It does me because it's the St. Louis Cardinals. It makes it that much worse. It makes it worse when you try and defend um, today's form of baseball being home run, strikeout, walk, and that's all you get in today's baseball. I don't think you get that with the Cardinals baseball team, do you? Do you think you get that with the St. Louis Cardinals? It doesn't appear so. It looks like good at bat after good at bat most times. They can get shut out. They were shut out last night, but that's Corbin Burns. That's not Chichi Gonzalez and Brent Suter and Miguel Sanchez and Peter Streslecki. If you'd have told me at the beginning of the year that in mid-June, Brewers and Cardinals would be tied for first in a big game, in a four-game set, game two of that four-game set, you remember that way back in June, that, that, 
that Peter Strzelecki, Miguel Sanchez, and Chichi Gonzalez were going to be on the mound in that game. <laughs> I think a lot of people would have laughed about that. Series tied now at a game apiece, and you don't get much more even between these two teams. Coming into this series, they were four games apiece in two four-game sets. Coming into this series, identical marks at 38 and 30. Now again, two games into this series, identical marks, 39-31. Tied again atop the National League Central. And again, you have this energy spike with uh, with these players. They feel that, that this is a big series. They do. Look what Jack Flaherty did after his performance tonight. You don't think he knew the... I guess the gravity of this series, we talked about that just briefly last night about the energy level and intensity in a, in a game like last night and then in a series like this. Man, they, uh, you can feel it. It's pretty palpable. You can feel it with these two teams. But does it pass, do you see that much of a difference between the offenses, between the St. Louis Cardinals and Milwaukee Brewers? Brewers are second in the league in homers. And again, you, you say that the, the, the offense is horrible. It's not horrible. It's really not. There's some metrics that say it's not a horrible offense. There are some concerning numbers. But you look at a stretch in this game. I want to get your reaction here as, as you come out of American Family Field as well. 30,208 for game two on a Tuesday night. There was a span of 21 plate appearances for the Brewers. And those of you that like strikeout, homer, or walk baseball, I can't stand it. I hate that form of baseball. Just saying. A span of 21 plate appearances for the Brewers tonight. That span third through one out in the ninth. I believe it's 21 straight batters. Uh, Let's see. Eight of them flew out. Four strikeouts and three walks. Did it seem to you that everyone's just trying to hit a home run late in this game? I mean, look at the sixth inning alone. Deep fly out, deep fly out, deep fly out, says the scorebook. Eight with fly ball outs, four with strikeouts, and three with walks in 21 consecutive plate appearances. Oh, by the way, I'll just throw this in there. Zero hits in a span of 21 plate appearances. Three walks in there. Okay, we'll give them that. Are they a little too picky at the plate? Is that the deal? I mean, two strike hits early on against Gonzalez plated a couple of runs. Two strike hits helped plate a couple of runs in that first inning. I didn't think Gonzalez was all that horrible tonight. He held him in the game. He did what he had to do. It's not like he got rocked for five or six runs. He gave up three runs. Suter comes in, inning in a third, does his job. Still a game at 3-2. But you just had no offense. And these guys just henpecked you to death. Yeah, you had the two solo shots from, from Gorman. But it was just base hit after base hit after base hit. Are they that good? in their development of baseball players coming through the system. Because I've said this years ago, and I don't want to give them too much credit because they are, after all, just one of 30 teams. They're, they're, they're not to this magical power. But I would have went after scouts, St. Louis Cardinal scouts, years ago, I've said this. Just go, go covert and, and just go... <laughs> I don't know. Go uh, play some play some dirty pool or something. I don't know. Just find out uh, where they're at, where they're scouting, and have have front office guys just say, "Hey, what kind of money you need to come on over?" I don't know if that's done at all, but in a very competitive industry like this, is the Cardinal offense that much better? Based on tonight, as I said, if you're just tuning in. Eight fly ball outs, most of which were deep fly outs for the Brewers in a span of 21 plate appearances. You had eight fly outs, four strikeouts, and three walks. 
zero hits. I just don't like home run strikeout or walk baseball. Not a big fan of it. I never will be a big fan of that. That that, that there's a, these only three true outcomes. I'll go you one further. Baseball these days is four true outcomes for the most part. It's home run, strikeout, walk, and deep flyout. Those are the four true outcomes of baseball more times than not. You get a bunch of ground balls uh, from other teams. You got to play defense. Well, that's based on, I guess, what pitcher's out there, a sinker baller, keeping the ball down is going to pound into the ground. But let me know what your thoughts are on, on this game. If you followed the game, you might have just got lost in the minutiae here and just said, you know, Euchre at one time. You, Euchre at one time tonight, when they scored their fifth run off Streslecki, well, fifth run of the game, that run was off Peter Streslecki. Uh, Euchre said it was 5-zip. No, it was 5-2. I, I understand. I'm not ripping on Euchre. I'm, I'm just saying. It felt like it was 5-zip, didn't it? Flaherty, I'll, I'll tell you. Well, I don't know. I wanted to ask you guys also. Where do you think this game was lost? I know you put up two runs. That, you know, uh, eventually is going to come back to get you. But where within the game do you think this game was lost? I think there's two two moments in this game where it was. I was like, okay, I'm th- going to throw my arms up, and this series is tied at a game apiece. Let's see if you let's see if you can get it get on to me here. Where where you thought it was lost. It's not really a situation. It's just what had occurred through a certain time. 414-799-1250. Six to the final series tied at a game apiece. It's not surprising that it's tied at a game apiece for me. It's really not. And I had a sneaking suspicion. Who was I on with on Monday? Toby. I was on with Monday afternoon. I said, I have the sneaking suspicion that we're going to be kissing our sister on Thursday evening. Meaning two two. That's what it looks like. That's what it where it looks like it's headed. Uh, John in Glendale, you're first up on the fan here. What do you say? A Brewers loss to the Cardinals. Oh, Tim, it's depressing tonight, man. You know, I agree with you. You know, home run, strikeout, walk just doesn't cut it. And you know, it's so cliche the Cardinal way. I mean, they manufacture bases because they are contact hitters and it's like you know when like to your point when uh chi chi rodriguez got through four innings and you're down three to two i'm thinking like hey we're right here but you know flarity you got to take advantage when the runners are on base in the early innings i mean jack flarity's not himself tim he he gives up five walks you have two bingo that's it hold on john i'll let you finish bingo that's it it didn't take long Yes, you didn't take advantage of five walks exactly. in this game. Five and walks. You, you look at box scores once in a while. Do some if you get, get a few uh, boring moments in your life. I know you guys are busy, but take a look at walks in a game versus the runs scored in a game. I oh think you'll God. find that pretty interesting. That they they mirror each other. And and the thing is, this isn't the Jack Flaherty of old. Otherwise, you probably would have just shut us down. That's the whole point. You give up five walks, and the thing is, you got Chi-Chi Gonzalez in there. After four innings, you're down by one run. And then here's the thing. Like, to your point, Suter pitched the next inning. Okay, it's three to two. Okay, Sanchez gives up the the one home run. It's four to two. And I like Sanchez. He's been pretty good. But Mm. then I thought the other turning point was when when he gave up the – I can't remember what it was, but it made it five to two. Then you saw the Cardinal way just – you know, hitter after hitter. I mean, who's Nolan Gorman? Uh, uh, Nolan Gorman before this year, you know, and in the the left hander they brought in that was the first round pick out of Kentucky. I'd never heard of him. I mean, the Cardinals. I'm sitting here, Tim. I know I'm running on, but it's like I got ten thoughts. But I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, like, I actually admire the Cardinals because that's who we're trying to be in the sense of the same model every year. It's the different hitters. Tommy Edmond replaces Colton Wong, and I'm thinking like that little man. It's it's 285. Him. He's hitting 280 plus. Yeah, as the yeah. leadoff guy. But you move him over to shortstop, and then you got Nolan Gorman at second base. He hit two home runs tonight. But this game was lost in the fact that you didn't take advantage yep. because the Brewers 
can't manufacture runs. I mean, who – here's – let me ask you this. I was asking my sister, who are the top two brewer hitters that protect the plate with two outs or when there's a guy on first base, they hit to the right side. If it's not a bunt, they hit to the right side, get the guy to second, you know, and then a single brings him in. It's one to nothing. I mean, it's like – it's just awful. So, anyhow, Tim, yep. the other thing I just wanted to say, one last point, is, uh, you know, like you said the other night, since like 215, you got Trent Grisham, you got Kes- I love Keston, but you got to put Keston in there. You got Bryce Trent. I mean, what position players have we had that have made it through the system that are now playing on the big league club? You got no help every year. Yep, there, every there, year. there's no help from the position player group. There's just zero help uh, collectively. All right, John, thank, thanks for the call. There, there just is not a lot of help from the position player side. But in terms of these two teams, what are the differences that you see? You guys watch these two teams. Th- these two teams are going to go at it all year long because it is the single most simplistic way to get into the postseason is to beat those guys right there. It's that team. It's that one team. Don't look around at the Giants. Don't look around at the East, who's going to win uh, win or uh, t- take the wild card in the East. Phillies, are they going to make a run and make things interesting for a wild card race? Giants in the West, the Dodgers, the Padres, the Braves in the East, the Mets, the Phillies. I mean, th- this may get interesting down to these two teams. That the loser of this division, because it's only going to be the Brewers and the Cardinals. I think we... Is it safe to say we can we can rule out the Cubs, Pirates, and Reds? Evan, can we just officially say that they're out? You know, I think we can officially put them in the Dunn Club. Okay, okay. So they're they're if they're in the Dunn Club, these are the two teams. You may only get one of these two teams in. So that being said, these are the guys you gotta beat. So what's the differences in these two teams? I would take the pitching on the Brewers side all day long. When healthy. That seems to be the issue. You were seven deep of solid major league starters. And solid may be an understatement, but now the injury bug bites three of the four, three of the seven. And you're down to four and you're starting Chi Chi Gonzalez. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Where do you want to go, Evan? Let's go to Matt on the north side. All right, Matt, go ahead. You're on the fan. Uh, I think you hit it on the head. Chichi Gonzalez, you can't go there, one. And two, uh, we uh, we don't have offense. We, we're third in home runs. Other than that, we're in the lower 20s in every other stat in Major League Baseball, where the Cardinals are hovering in the 10s in pitching and hitting. And I think the difference is the Cardinals organization – has faith in their younger players that if someone goes down, they can bring some of their farm guys up offensively and pitching wise, and uh, they can compete where we, I don't know. I don't know the guys we bring up. I don't understand the guys who like Chi Chi Rodriguez. I never heard the guy before. <laughs> Everyone's he saying Chi Chi Rodriguez. The, he pitched for the, the twins and did horrible. And we're just going to throw him in there against the Cardinals. We have well, no one yeah. else in AAA, AA, no one else that can, we can give a shot to. But, I, you know I, mean, I mean, it has like, worked. It, it has worked before. I mean, the Brewers did yeah. grab Hunter Strickland last year, and his numbers were awful in L.A. Right, but have the difference is the Cardinals have faith in their farm system, and they bring guys up, and they perform. We it just seems like they're all the same player, doesn't it? And just, just and, and sit there for a long time. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's, and we're not, we don't do it. We don't bring guys up. Prince Fielder's the last guy, and I've called on this before. We don't. We don't bring guys up. Difference is other major league clubs, Yankees, Mets, all the big league clubs bring up young guys and in their early 20s and give them a shot. Brewers don't. No, they, and, they they don't. And, you have to no, have the agree. players in order to call them up, though. You you do. Don't give me that. We have players. We drafted them. But it doesn't mean we they're they panned yeah, out or they're good. Yeah, if Corey Ray's hit if Corey Ray's hitting a buck sixty, 
If Corey Ray's hitting a buck well, sixty, you want to bring him up? I don't want when Corey he was Ray. younger. I don't want Corey Ray. He was a well, top no, no, five no, pick when though. he was when he was younger, Matt. When he was younger, if he's hitting a buck sixty at Double A, you want to flush him through the system, get him to the big leagues. Well, when you're in a rut, bring someone up. You never know. Uh, uh, well, they brought okay, up I'll Ethan agree. Small. Brett Favre. I'll, I'll agree with Brett you there. Favre is uh, an example. Well, there's many okay. major league examples. Uh, there, not it. not the Cardinals do it. Well, look yeah. at the Cardinals. Who are those Cardinals guys you're talking first about? First round draft picks. Did you know who they were? Yes, first round draft picks. Top. And I would have to go back and look at their the numbers when when they. We'll see. You got to stop talking when we talk. When when they brought them up, what were their numbers in the minors? That's a key kind of metric here. Yeah, Nolan Gorman, I just checked, was hitting three fifty in AAA before he got the call-up. He's been a top 50 prospect the last three years. We have guys like that, too. We don't. No, no we do. not many at all. We have guys at catcher. We have guys at outfield. We have guys at first base. Like, when we're starting a pitcher like this guy, Chi-Chi, Against the St. Louis Cardinals, you know. Yeah, I would like say this? that that's rough. Yeah, what I would say that's a rough spot. Yeah, that's that's when a rough spot. But you're, you're not going to dugout in the right. But you're not going to blame Chichi for this loss, right? You're not blaming Chichi Gonzalez. I'm not, but okay. I'm just saying we're we're and I also think it's a big thing about hitting philosophy. Like we're third in the league in home runs, but every that I other agree. category we're last. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're last. No, I I agree that I agree the philosophy part, Matt. That's a great point. Thanks for the call, dude. We'll talk. That that part I will agree because there there are clearly other philosophies of hitting throughout uh, organizations. They're not all the same. They're just they're clearly not all the same. What's the difference? Well, I'd have to get a bunch of scouts on from St. Louis. Find out. That Cardinal way, I asked Mike Matheny to his face. Yeah, he downplayed the whole thing. Was that laying in the weeds, kind of laying in, laying in the weeds, saying, hey, I'm not giving away trade secrets here. I don't know. Read an article years ago about Colton Wong. He was up as a young draft choice. He was up just doing infield. He went to turn a double play or practice the, the, the relay. And they stopped him on a dime and said, we don't do this. We don't do that here. I mean, they did it, and he was probably three years from the big leagues at that point. And they cut it off right then and there. I think it was the day he may have signed his deal or something like that. I don't know, something like that. And they just, but the point is, clearly there are differences amongst the organizations. I want to find out who that first baseman prospect that we have he was talking about because I would love to meet him. Yeah, Can any you corner prospect. Where's where's the corner prospect that is hitting three twenty five? Lucas Ursic. Oh wait, no, he's a relief yeah, pitcher now. He's a now. pitcher now. Yeah. Well, we still I mean, have Jason Rogers. No, Matt Gamble. Um, <laughs> Garrett Cooper. Was uh, he wrong? Uh, no, G Choi. Is it anyone? No. Jesus Vogelback? was no. Jesus Aguilar. Is Chris is this, Carter still playing baseball? It depends on what you feel about the first base position of, of Rowdy Telez. I'm pretty pretty high on him. But let's just say he's your average first baseman. This team hasn't had a first base high-end prospect in, in over a decade. For whatever reason. I don't know. I don't have the answer. Bad luck? I would chalk some of it up to that. But is it is it... Is it scouting? I mean, I, I'm not sure. 414-799-1250. You point out the differences between these two teams, maybe this year, maybe the two teams in terms of organizations. Uh, let's go to Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe, you're on the fan. What's going on? Brewers lose 6-2. Hey, Timmy. Just kind of wanted to change the subject. Going back to last night's topic of the music. Yep. It was Tonight was a bad game. However, tonight's music was way better in the first two innings. We didn't have any of that rally garbage. There was no Deo. There was no blister in the sun. 
<laughs> some rock and roll tonight, some good stuff that was playing, and I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, no, I did notice it early that it seemed a little more festive in the park. It tonight. totally was. I was at the game tonight, and yeah, we may have made a difference, huh? Bobby I, Joe. Did I we? Was, did we I make was a difference? That while I was in ballpark, going, this is totally different music because I work there, and tonight we actually got to go to the game. But tonight we went to the game as fans, and yeah, it was it was a different musical interlude. So hold on, you noticed at least in terms of tonight, you noticed different songs, sound effects, and volume. I did absolutely notice different songs, sound effects. They got they threw a little bit of hip hop in, which was cool, and I think that was a walk up music for somebody to the pitcher. Okay, it could have been, right. yeah. Right. They had walk up music that was '90s hip hop, but. Just trying to change the subject a little bit from the last guy and our lack of prospects. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, sometimes we, we, we need don't, we that. Don't, we don't really, we don't really have whatever he thinks we have. <laughs> no, so and we we do, but are they well, ready? We do, and but that's they're the not thing. ready. Yeah, yeah, we do, but they're not ready. And our pitching is our our pitching that is coming up is still going to be spectacular because that's just how we roll. Yeah, yeah, it is. And once they get healthy, they'll roll again. They will. I agree. And, and, and these I are guess. these. Th- thanks, Bobby Joe. I appreciate it. What a see. We can make a difference in this world. Who said we, your voice doesn't matter? Yeah, we can make a difference here in Brewerville. It's not Mudville anymore. Get it's Rick Schlesinger on the phone right now. Yes. It's not Bu- – who called it Bushville? I think it was Casey Stengel at one time. Might have been him. I'm, I'm not sure. 799-1250. The difference between the St. Louis Cardinals organization and the Milwaukee Brewers organization is what? I know it's, it's, it's tough to separate yourself after a Cardinal loss here because I know – I don't want to speak for Evan – but he gets as jazzed up about this Cardinal team as I do with the Cubs. It is, it, it's painful to him. And it hurts me too. But it's painful to you, Evan, because you don't even... You, if Lars Newtbar were to ever hit a game-winning home run in St. Louis, like a walk-off homer, I, I think we may have seen the last of Evan Heffelfinger. Oh, most definitely, especially if it's against the Brewers. I, the thing about them is you can't hate them because they they just they do it the right way. To me, it's it's the perfect example is like the early two thousands uh, San Antonio Spurs, where they are the most fundamentally sound team from top to bottom. They get the most out of their role players. They don't have the biggest name in the game. They have Mm -hmm. some great players that come together and form this really amazing team. But they just, they continue to win. And, like, if that was my team to support, I would love watching them because they play small ball. They go for hits. They go for contact. The pitching is scrappy, but it's good. But as an uh, an opponent fan, I hate them because we always hear about them. Because yeah. they're always in the conversation because their franchise from top to bottom does it the right way. But don't you think that there's other teams that look at the Brewers organization in the same light when it comes to pitching? I do. Where where are they finding these guys? Let's go after their scouts because we need better pitching. And who is this Ashby? And all of a sudden, Adrian Hauser, they, they grab him in a trade with Houston. And haters just all world. And... When did they draft this Williams guy? This, uh, and then there's Corbin Burns, and there's Freddie Peralta. They pick up as a as an 18, 19 year old pitcher, and I believe that that does go on. Oh yeah, with the Brewers, other teams looking at the Brewers. Yes, the Brewers and the Rays are the envy of all small market teams in baseball, maybe even in all of sports, because they they find the unique ways to get it done. And where does that come from? Like, yes, David Stearns maybe has built this team to be that three true outcome team, but he also deserves a lot of credit for getting this team a lot of talent and putting them in the position to win. Yeah, those of you that didn't didn't catch it, there was a span of 21 plate appearances for the Brewers. 
where it was the the walk, three of them. This is 21 plate appearances, straight, no hits. There was three walks sprinkled in, four strikeouts, and eight fly ball outs. So 15 of the 21 were those three true, well, I call the fly ball outs. It could have been home runs. But that I call it now the four true outcomes. It's homer, strikeout, walk, and deep fly out. I can't stand that sort of, that form of baseball. I hate that sort of baseball. And that was tonight's game. Right through the thick of this game. In a close game, mind you. This was this was no 8-6 game. I mean, this was a close 2-2 game early on. 3-2 game, mid-portion. And then they pull away a little bit. Because I think you had to at some point, and I, I respect Craig Council on this decision, even though it was a one-run game, and ultimately then a two-run game uh, holding pattern there, you're not going with Box Williams hater. You just weren't going to do it. So Miguel Sanchez and Peter Streslecki, I feel bad for you, buddy. You went two innings tonight. You're not available for a handful of days here, maybe two, three days. You think he's headed to Nashville? Yeah, yeah, it seems likely. I would, yeah, I would be a little bit on the nervous side, a little bit. Where are we going, Ben? Is that what you said? Let's go to Brett in Tosa. Brett, I'm sorry, Brett. Go ahead. You're on the fan at seven nine nine twelve fifty four one four. Hey, hey guys. Yeah, I was at the game tonight. Um, you know, I, I went into this one really with no confidence. I Chichi Gonzalez, I, he hasn't had success anywhere. No, but when you but, tied it in the first inning, I thought, you know what? The offense could steal this thing. It's sort of that bonus situation where if you could just stay in the game, maybe the offense does steal it. Well, we all know that didn't happen. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I mean, yeah, the, oh, different caller mentioned it before. I mean, Flaherty, he's coming back from injury. He wasn't himself. And when Chi Chi gets you through four innings with three runs, that's a win. And, you know, I, I know you touched on it earlier, but. Eight base runners in the first three innings when we got two runs. I mean, that's, that's where the game was lost. Yeah, five um, walks for Flaherty, and, and you just had to score more than two runs. You, you got the two runs in the first two hitters. I mean, that, that, and then after that, four additional walks, and you didn't make them pay for that? Well, you paid the price on that. Yeah, you know, I, so the offense, I mean, they were better over the weekend, but they, they just need to, to keep improving here and keep finding their groove because tonight – you know, I, I, it was on them. Um, and it, it, to me, it's frustrating that, you know, such a big series, and I know it's because of injuries, but to have Gonzalez um, yep. and Jason Alexander going two of these, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. But a little bit on just the organization um, and the one caller, which Evan and yourself both hit it on the head there. I, you know, you, you can't complain about guys like Gonzalez, even though I didn't have confidence in the night because – the Brewers, I mean, they're hitting on pretty much every pitching move they make. And you brought up the Hunter Strickland one. Tim, when, they, when the Brewers got Hunter Strickland last year, I was like, are you kidding me? This guy is in Los Angeles. He's doing terrible. And, and look what he did for us. I mean, the yep. Brewers have proven that they can – they have an eye for for um, pitching. And, I mean, if you want to say they can't develop hitting, now, that might be true. But to say that they – have guys that they just don't bring guys up. I mean, that's not true. And I think that's probably the difference in the organization is the Cardinals have been able to develop both sides of the ball, whereas recently the Brewers have been able to do the pitching side of it and not yep. the hitting side of it. I, I think that's turning. I think in, in low A and in double A, you're seeing guys that are ready. To, oh, it's turning big. But, but they're just not, they're not ready yet. And I think in two to three years, I think the Brewers organization <laughs> had an even better spot than it is right now. But um, as far as the major league team, I you know it, they they're gonna have to make some moves. They're gonna have to get some more offense, but it, it, it's not gonna come from the farm system yet. This yeah, year. no, I, I agree with you, and not this year, but close. All right, thanks for the call. Very close. It is. It is. Uh, it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a race all summer long, guys. Get used. To, these two teams can't get more even. We're also not saying that we won't see some of these players. Like, there's a very good chance we'll see Bryce Terang. Yes. 
Uh, well, I mean, depending on what happens with Pedro Severino, we could see Feliciano come back and catch. We might even see Sal Fralick this year. We There is an influx coming. They're just not ready right now. Man, they are coming, though. I am more convinced right now than I have been in a decade. On position players, there are strength in numbers. They're not all going to hit. So, you know, don't freak out if, uh, you know, one of them comes up, uh, Joe Gray Jr., you know, Weimer or somebody, Terang, or see, they're at it again. And they're going to flame out just like Corey Ray. Just like Arcia, just like Hira. Yep, yep. Just, yeah, just like Tyrone Taylor and, and all these other guys. See, the same old, no, no, no. But there's three or four or five or six behind them. And you get another pop at it. Some of them are going to hit. And I don't mean just hit the baseball, just hit on sort of a star-type player. They will. It's just that it's not there yet, but it's close. It's within two years. Now, do you maintain a stellar pitching staff within that window so the two worlds collide there? That's the big key, and I think I think Stearns is on to something when, you know, he uh, he's, he's he makes these trades for these younger pitchers, and then they develop them because that's what the where the jealousy where we look across to St. Louis and say. Where do these guys come from? This Baders and Tommy Edmond and Lars Newtbar. And I say it with some disdain, too, almost. Lars Newtbar. Um, Best name in the business. But, but, but Gorman, you know, and these guys, where do they find these guys? Well, they, they say the same thing about our pitching here in Milwaukee. They do. And who wouldn't? Everyone does. 799 uh, as the Brewers fall in game two of this uh, four-game set, 39-31 and 31 now. They split a couple of four-game sets earlier this year. They're now through halfway through the third four-game set, and they've split the first two games. And that's that. I mean, talk about, talk about even. It's about as even as you get. Uh, there's one more name out there. Evan, I don't know if you saw this. The first thing I thought of was uh, Hunter Strickland. Was Sergio Romo was DFA'd? Did you see that? Oh, I didn't, but that's interesting. I mean, he's the numbers are god-awful. He's also like 47 years old. 30, but... he's, I believe he's 39 years old. As long as that slider still has some life in it, it does it hurt to give him a try? Got some rings on his finger. He's got some really salty attitude at times, just like Hunter Strickland. <laughs> Another right? sidearm reliever to put on this mishmash of a bullpen. I mean, it's, I would consider it. I mean, you you just claimed off waivers Chi-Chi Gonzalez. It might be worth a little, a little dip in uh, your toes in the water on that. All right, we'll take, take a break. We're going to hear from Craig Council. And I, I haven't heard Craig Council. I haven't read anything yet. But I'm going to say this. If he says that Chi-Chi Gonzalez pitched pretty good, did his job tonight, I'm going to agree with him. Thrust into this situation, this sort of intensity, this sort of rivalry, I don't think four-plus is too bad giving up three runs to this Cardinal team. Now, again, you had no Tyler O'Neill, Yadier Molina, no Goldschmidt, but nonetheless, kept him in a ball game. I didn't think that that was too bad. Gene Wagner, Plumbing Post Game Show after a Brewers 6 2 loss. We'll be right back on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM The Fan. Yeah, 6-2, Brewers lose game two of the four-game set. The sky is not falling. The season's not over. You don't have to join the Dunn Club. It's just we're comparing and contrasting the differences between the St. Louis Cardinals and Milwaukee Brewers team this year and organizationally, uh, you know, in the bigger picture. They uh they've been a good organization. I I've always said this the the uh, and and people have wondered about this Evan that you know um I hate the Cubs more than the Cardinals, but the Cardinals have done far more damage to the Brewers organization as a whole than the Cubs have. How could you how could you say that Tim? Well, yeah, many reasons, but the the Cardinals at least I can respect them for being a relatively consistent winner. And this whole thing about those guys being, you know, smart baseball fans, I'm not so sure. I don't know how that's measured. Do we want to give everybody a baseball IQ test of all the fan bases? Is that what we do? It's really arbitrary. Well, I mean, you and I would buoy the Brewers' uh, IQ test by far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It would almost be unfair at that point. You know, I mean, th- that's the only real true way to do it. I mean, it's to to give them, you know, fundamental baseball questions, and that's not done, at least not that I'm aware of. You know, we polled, you know. Like a 5, major 000, league wonderlick? Yeah, or a Gallup poll. We we 5,000 St. Louis Cardinal fans and 5,000 Brewers fans gave them the same baseball, baseball test. And here's the, the results. That's just not done that way. Does it seem like it at times over the years? It does kind of seem like they they play a more fundamentally sound baseball game. It does seem that way to me, doesn't it? They do. They really do play fundamentally sound. I mean, you don't see them making mental mistakes hardly at all. And then when they go out, they play uh, contact first baseball, especially Tommy Edmond. They just look for their pitch and crush it every time. As much as I dislike a guy like Anthony Rizzo, watches that bat with two strikes. That's all I got to say. He Look chokes at the up. Bat. Yes, he does. He shortens up. Everything's more compact. Everything's Joey quicker. Votto is infamous for that. Sa- same deal. Tough guys to strike out. Well, there's a reason for that. Their expectations of a long ball are, are far less with two strikes, given a certain situation for those type of players. Have we seen players like that in Milwaukee? I think Rowdy does it a little bit. I think he does. Yelich kind of does, but then again, maybe not. But I think like the, I, maybe Jace and Rowdy are the ones that I've noticed. Jace Peterson might be a St. Louis Cardinal mold. You know that? You, you talk about guys that just battle you. He's not going to be a star. Certainly not going to be a superstar in, in Major League Baseball, Jace Peterson. But he is in that sort of mold where, given the right situation, I mean he he knows how to uh, he knows how to approach a certain at bat or a certain situation. Although he did fall down the other day, you say the Cardinals don't make uh, make uh, mistakes. They do occasionally. One was last night, Evan Brendan Donovan, uh, again a, a nice young ball player that they found in Germany of all places. <laughs> How in the world do they do that? And Lars Nootbaar is from? Germany, I believe. Is it Germany or Australia? Oh, no. 
I should know that. That's my guy. Yeah, that is your guy. But Donovan, I don't know where Donovan is from. I'm, I'm sure he's. But Donovan made a mistake last night. And that was trying to take second base in the ninth inning with Goldschmidt and Arenado up down two. What are you doing? And, and again, I think from the other side, they're going to say, well, the Brewers made a great play. And that's just defending your guy. That was a dumb move, trying to advance on a pitch that, that got away. You're down two. You're the base runner here. You're not going anywhere. You don't go until you're station to station or forced uh, to, to, to go to second or third or home behind Arenado and, and, or in front of Arenado and Goldschmidt. That was a, a gift. That was a little bit of a gift last night, but that's rare. It just seems that all these you know, 18, 19 games that you go head-to-head against St. Louis over the years, the course of time, you're seeing them so often that you do get trends. You don't have to keep track of these trends at home. You don't have to keep a diary or a scorebook, uh, you know, pros and cons of what happened in every Brewers-Cardinal game. You, can, you watch them. You see that they are a fundamentally sound baseball team, and I hate giving them the credit, but I have to. I just do. You know, World Series uh, titles don't hurt either. The Brewers, however, let's not discount the fact that they're a sustained winner right now. That's fact. They just are. And I can promise you there's not only the St. Louis Cardinal fans that are looking over into Milwaukee with that uh, jealous eye of the pitching staff. There are other organizations doing the same thing. So it's just not it's just not a one-way street here between the the Brewers and the Cardinals, not at all. Council, let's see what he had to say about Chichi Gonzalez and his start. Suter a nice inning in a third performance as well. They were set up. The offense was set up to take this thing, but you don't take advantage of a wild flarity, a, a flarity that was clearly emotional after this game, throwing things around in the dugout. But uh, let's see what Counts had to say after the loss. We got 12 outs. I think that was, you know, but going into it, we were hoping we get 12 outs. Um, so him getting us to that point in the game, um, you know, was a job well done and definitely still in the game at that point. Um, you know, man, we just, we, we had flair. It felt like we had flarity on the ropes a little bit and kind of every inning. Um, and the next, the next hit just never happened. Um, and I thought that was really the kind of key point of key points in the game. You know, it happened early. We just didn't get that next hit when we had a shot. And, um, you know, they, they put their, they went with their big relievers and they, those guys did a really nice job. What do you think specifically, um, you maybe struggled against, against the Cardinals bullpen well, we struggled with the guy throwing 103. Uh, he's pretty good. Um, he's he's having a heck of a year, and he's he's throwing the ball very very well. Um, both those guys were fresh. That you could tell that too. They had pitched in a while. Um, they they were really crisp. You know, um, just kind of how their games have rolled. Obviously, that those those two haven't pitched in a while, and so they those are good relievers. Those are good pitchers. Um, they did their job today. What did the guys say about Flaherty? Was the stuff, I mean, was it Jack Flaherty stuff or was it? Um, well, I, I mean, I think that the the thing we took note of is he wasn't he wasn't in the strike zone a lot, um, and, and that's how we got the rally started. Really, is some walks, um, but he, then he made some pitches when we got guys on when he got guys on base. Gorman looks like he's going to be a good one, doesn't he? He's had a couple of pretty good games against. Yeah, I mean, I thought, you know, in Chi-Chi's outing, I mean, he, you know, he had a shaky first and, and recovered with a couple of really nice innings, um, you know, and, and then, you know, unfortunately that, 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 that was kind of the pitch that you wish he had back to keep it a tie game there, but um, yeah, he had a nice game. Yeah, I, you know, I, I do, I do agree with him. Chi-Chi kind of held him in the game, but way too much focus there on, on, tonight's brewer starter this this should have been all about the offense i like that he deflected on a question from norlin gorman to give praise to chichi gonzalez (laughs) that's right he's always lead with that positive there's no doubt god bless him my goodness 
That's it's a good tack to take. It it really is as a manager. You got to face the media twice a day for six months. Think about that. I mean that that's just that's just tough tough sledding. Uh, maybe effectively wild in a way, because for Flaherty, because the Brewers did get the table set a lot with the walks, and then as Council said, they didn't come up with the with the hit to really a, a knockout blow. I mean, you're 2-2. You battle back to tied at 2 with 2 in the bottom. Then you get multiple base runners in, in the next two innings. The third inning was two on, nobody out. You put up nothing right there. The game was, you know, offensively. The game just went downhill from there, offensively. And you can tell both these managers, they want these games. They can just feel it. Both of them, when they got into the mid to late game, with the lead, you're going with your guys, and that's that. There's no deviation from that to last night council and tonight Marmel. Pretty interesting. These guys know the intensity of uh, and the importance, as we discussed last night, the importance of these games. We'll be right back. Uh, we'll check out uh, Willie Adamas had a, well, the lone highlight for the crew in the first. We'll do it next here on The Fan. plumbing baseball postgame show what play got you the most excited from today's game did it get you up off the couch it's time for the call of the game presented by the five o'clock steakhouse five o'clock steakhouse wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the food network now featuring home grill kits to go visit them at five o'clock steakhouse.com Well, how do the Brewers and Cardinals match up against each other historically? I've got some numbers for you in just a second here. I'll call the game with 5 o'clock Steakhouse. And again, I would recommend treating yourself. Uh, home grill kits are available. You get the raw steak all wrapped up nice and neat. You get the uh, sauces, sauces and uh, the seasonings to go with it. And if you, you you follow the instructions to a T, I know you've got your own way of cooking a steak, but this this first time with five o'clock steakhouse, I would recommend just follow their directions, and then you can deviate from that after the second or third time you use them. I, it's outstanding, it is, and I'm not paid to to promote these guys, but I I, I will say it's super good. For example, Thursday, Brewers have a day game, game four of this set. Why don't you make it a point to just do it Thursday evening? Weather's going to be nice. Just grill out a 5 o'clock steak, steakhouse. Um, do that on Thursday. Okay, so the call of the game, I guess we'll go to Bally Sports Wisconsin on this one. Uh, first inning, Brewers down two zip, and you're going, uh-oh, what's going on here? Uh, it took two batters after a Christian Yelich walk. It was Willie Adamas. You know what? Let's try this again. Shoot. Fly ball out to deep right. Back Carlson. Warning track. Tie game. Number 14 for Willie Adamas as he goes the other way. All right. There it is on Valley Sports Wisconsin. So it's 2-2. Well, you know, things uh, fell apart from there. 6-2. Uh, the Cardinals uh, prevail in game two of this four-game set. So historically, uh, between the Cardinals and the Brewers, uh, it's, it doesn't look good on the win-loss record. 236 to 182, and they had just have to throw that 82 in there, right? Just to, just to rub it in a little bit. Cardinals up 236 to 182. Uh, postseason matchups, and I didn't really realize this, but yeah, it's, it's right on the money. Eight and five, the Cardinals over the Brewers. Faced each other uh, seven times in 82 and then uh, six more times in 2011. The only two times these two have faced off in the postseason. I think that might change with this format. Don't you think, Evan? I mean, moving forward, I think these two teams are going to have a lot of postseason battles. Most definitely. Even if it's just a game 163 for the division. It would be this year. Or maybe they're the two wildcard teams. I think, yeah, yeah, we might be coming to a lot of Cardinals-Brewers playoff games in the future. Yeah, because when you think about it, I had to think about it for a second. When you 
when you told me the number eight and five, I'm like, really? That's it? Well, if you look back, the uh, postseason, the uh, the the mini playoffs in '81, Yankees '82. It was the Angels. This is postseason. Angels and then Cardinals in the World Series. 2008 was the Phillies. 2011 were the Diamondbacks and then the Cardinals. 2018, the Rockies and Dodgers. 2019, the Nationals. 2020, the Dodgers. And last year, the Rockies. And really... Sort of a pathetic thing is is that you can rattle off every playoff opponent in Brewers history. <laughs> that is sort of a bummer, isn't it? We should forget about certain playoff series. There should be so many. But they are making a making a change in that. It's four consecutive years into the postseason. But yeah, Cardinals do have the upper hand, and when you think about it, it does make sense. They're Cardinals did own the Brewers for several years in there. And you, you just couldn't find couldn't find a win. Everything that went wrong could could go wrong, did go wrong uh, in this matchup for a few years there. But th- the times have changed a little bit. They may have a little bit better contact offense where the Brewers have better pitching. And so, so now it's just man up. Who's going to step up in those situations? A game like tonight. Look back to the early innings of this game. It wouldn't have taken much. Move the line a couple of more slots down and the Brewers take the upper hand and things turn out a little bit different. They never get to their main guns in the bullpen if the Brewers play from the lead. You know, I mean, I think you'll see some of these pitching moves and strategies change a little bit later on this year. For sure you will. But in this case, last night, Council, with a slim lead, goes to his guys. Same deal tonight for the Cardinals. Now, this is just getting good. We're just getting started here in the 22 championship season. The summer solstice today. Did you realize that? Sure felt like it. Do you know what that means? First day of summer. First day of summer. Longest day of the year. Longest day of the year, and now the days get a little bit shorter after today. Gee, I just rained on everyone's parade. Summerfest just getting going. Fair and festival season on the way. Uh, Roof was open for a while today. They closed it, what, fifth inning, sixth inning? Uh, But, yeah, uh, we've been waiting for this. 95 degrees at first pitch, and Milwaukee hits 100. They hit triple digits. Um at at uh, at Mitchell for the first time in like a decade, I didn't realize that. Didn't we have a hot August a couple of years ago? But I think it only topped out to like the mid nineties. Okay, yeah, this was this was a scorcher today. All right, we'll take a look at the matchup in uh, Game Three. Big game for the Brewers and Cardinals, and they both they both they, they, it's almost as if these two teams are thinking it's 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 September. That's the way they're kind of looking at at this game in terms of energy and intensity. This is going to be fun. Seven ten uh, tomorrow. We'll check out the matchup next. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show six two Brewers fall. We'll be back here on the fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Time to turn the page and take a look at the crew's next game. All right, we'll take a look at uh, game three in just a second here as uh, we're just trying to formulate, you know, maybe some roster situations down the line to maximize, you know, what kind of uh, offense you could uh, get in addition to what you have right now. You know, Severino has been an interesting sort of situation because the guy was suspended. And a lot of people were thinking, well, he's played last in the Brewers organization. Bye-bye. No, that, that's not happening. He's actually doing pretty well at AAA. And I, you're going to carry three catchers? I tend to doubt that. However, if one of them can play a different position, would that be a consideration? You can't, you can't hardly do anything with Caratini. He's been really good, both behind the plate and at, at the plate. He has been. He's been uh, better than a lot of people would have thought. 
and obviously there's Omar. Omar can play a little first base, but there's a lefty there, so you're not going to platoon there. And that does open up a can of worms. Do you want to platoon anybody with Roddy Telez? I've been one that has been beating the drum to say, let him play every day. Does that mean that we could see someone like a Caratini or Nervaez get traded for a pitcher or an outfielder? It's possible. You do have uh, Feliciano as as uh, the top catching prospect down there. Uh, you, or could one of them play a corner outfield slash DH role in a pinch? They love their versatility. I don't know if Caratini has ever played the outfield, has he? So as a rookie with the Cubs, he played a little bit or one game of left field and one in right field. He has played a handful of uh, at least innings at third base as well. Hmm. Now I just wonder if, if they can't find a deal, if that's a consideration. I really like Severino outside of you know the, the stuff he went through, the suspension and all that. So that's it's just something something to think about. Also, when you when you're matching up Cardinals versus Brewers, as I said, two thirty six to one eighty two on the win loss columns, but an eight and five Cardinals in the postseason. Brewers, if they make the playoffs this year, can I just say when and just be done with it? Um, the Brewers will have made the playoffs six of their last twelve years. And I'm not sure. I'm going to do a little bit deeper dive on on that sort of metric. The teams that may have surprised you that haven't done that, like a team like the Mets, I'm not sure. I don't think that they've made the playoffs six of the last 12 years. If you give them both a nod into the playoffs this year, this would be the 12th. Braves? Cardinals even? Six of 12, half your years. Think about that as a Brewer fan. Half of the last 12 years into the postseason. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good start on sustained success. It really is. I say start because I think we trade all of that for a World Series title. Okay, it's game three. Brewers Cardinals, uh, 7-10 first pitch. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. Let's check out the matchups for Game 3. The Cardinals send out a familiar foe, the 40-year-old Adam Wainwright. And both of his starts against the Brewers this year gave up four runs. Uh, He's 5-5 with a 3.06 ERA on the season. He'll be going up against Eric Lauer, who's 6-2 with a 3.57 ERA, looking to bounce back after two rough starts. Yeah, they the, the, the one was really rough, and the last one was, a, yeah, it, it kind of bit him at the end there. This is a key start for Eric Lauer. If, if my proclamation is going to be right, that he's headed to an all-star game, this is a huge start for that regard. I mean, you just it doesn't matter how he pitches as long as the Brewers win. I mean, at the, at the end of the day. But... If he wants to make the all-star team, this is a really crucial start for him. And I want to see, again, early inning problems for the Brewers pitching staff. I want to see him bounce out of the out of the pen, get on the mound to start the game. Can we just have a nine-pitch first inning once? Be on the attack, get some balls in play, and get, get back in the dugout? I mean, I'll be watching that very closely tomorrow, 7-10, uh, first pitch for uh, Lauer and Wayne Wright. And then offensively, I look for a, a bunch of bunch of lefties to be, be in that Craig Council lineup card for sure. That's going to do it for us. For Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a good rest of your night. We'll see you tomorrow. And remember, despite the outcome tonight, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.